welcome to the Be Revolutionary podcast. I'm Emily Berry, your host today. That's right, not your co-host. I'm your host today because Andrew Perry is not with us. He wanted to be, but he's not here today and we, we're going to miss him. He's okay, by the way, but that means I'm hosting. I'm a little nervous, but I have Chris with me today. Welcome, Chris Costabal, our guest from Brantford. Are you so excited to be here without Andrew and me being the host for the first time? You know what? I'm super excited to be here. It's uh, That was a great intro, by the way. I, I, I tried I to it. give it my Andrew Perry best. I'm tired now. <laughs> it was exhausting. Yeah, I know. Andrew's uh, quite disappointed he couldn't be here. But, yeah, uh, he's upset. I mean, it's okay. That's so, okay. We're going to have the shoes. You did, you did a good job. I, I'm going to try and I have a whole bunch of topics to talk about today, uh, but I'm excited to have you here. Chris, how I normally start off is I normally read an introduction on the guest. This is how I normally start our podcast. So I'm going to do that right now. All you're going right. to love it. <laughs> he doesn't know what I'm about to read. Okay. Chris leads Revel Realty's Branford office with a confident swagger. Swagger. He's so cool. Sounds about right. It sounds about right. Just swaggered in here today. <laughs> With a confident swagger and strong passion for family, client relationships, and elite customer service. That's absolutely you. Motivated by the adrenaline of building value, Chris thrives on serving his community with integrity, teamwork, principles, uh, teamwork principles, and a genuine intention for Brantford's prosperity as a growing city. I didn't write that, but that's pretty good. Sounds like you wrote that. <laughs> I didn't. I think somebody else wrote it. It was on your website, yeah. and I just tweaked it a little bit. But Chris, you and I met how many years ago now? Oh, two and a half? Two and a half yeah. summers ago, yeah. right? Yeah, pre-COVID. <laughs> Definitely before a pandemic was even a yeah. thought, a fleeting thought we of happening. We were uh, up in Muskoka. I won't oh. forget that. And we were uh, we were at the Kathleen Black retreat. Yeah. Right? And uh, was Ryan with me that time? Or he just was. Me? Yeah. No, it was you and Ryan, and then uh, Courtney and myself. Yeah. And we were up there, and I had to speak about my uh, commission packages and my value added. And I won't forget that because That's right. Cor- Courtney made fun of me, and uh, that typical sounds about right. Yeah, very yeah. typical. So she made fun of me, and the whole crowd started laughing. And I think Ryan was actually like dying laughing. He was dying. Yeah. Ed. And then, uh, yeah, went from there. So And we had a Revel Magazines, and I think you were just like, hey, what is this, you guys? Pretty much, yeah. I was trying to rip off your idea, actually, for the 12 days of Christmas. I remember. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was that was the, the holiday season that, yes, one of my team members and I did 12 days of Christmas. We were doing videos for small businesses. And then that's the only time I did that. But you're, we're going to get into that today because you're really good at community involvement and, and, and fundraisers trying. and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so we met two years ago. Now, Chris, you are leading the, our Brantford office. We have 10 offices now. Um, you ten. Are ten. We have 10? Wow. I hope I'm right. I think I'm right. We have 10 offices That's now. That's crazy. But you were like our first office outside of Niagara, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I, I just remember we were, being, we were so excited um, because you were the right personality for it. And when you call, I think you called up Ryan and kind of inquired about opening a Revel. Actually, or how did it go I down? I emailed Ryan and I said, "Hey, maybe interested in getting Revel." And then he ignored me for like three weeks. Oh. So then I was like, <laughs> so then I was like, oh, maybe <laughs> that's not gonna happen. That <laughs> He's a busy guy. Oh, he knows that I make fun of him, but yeah. I make fun of him. We, yeah. we can make fun of him today. No, he's, no, no, but okay. everything happens for a reason. He's a busy guy, and then he got back to us, and then it was just, we connected, and it was uh, it was the right fit, so. It was the right fit. So at the time, you were looking for something different. 
um, something that offered you maybe a platform to be more creative and yeah yeah I mean I struggled with I always had a big team I always did really well but mm. I struggled with having a place like I wanted that standalone office where you know we could build off of yeah and and that's kind of where uh the idea was and then when we started researching what rebel was and what you guys did over here in Niagara, Niagara Falls um we were like oh the culture's kind of aligned this is exactly what we do just up in Brantford so it was yeah. actually a perfect fit it was a really good fit with you and tell us about tell us um where you're located in 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 Brantford and why you chose that location and when you opened yeah so actually I was with your husband uh and Ryan and wait oh was I there were you I there? didn't go when you initially found the location no, I think I went up after I think you were there a second time but anyways mm -hmm. We were there together, and uh, we went, went to a few, a couple of different locations. And the location that we're at now is on 274 Linden Road, um, and it's it's gorgeous. So we went with this one because it was a standalone building, and we had our own parking spots. And it's not really um, more or less like a walk-in place. It's more of a destination-type location, mm -hmm. um, but it's growing in the north end of Brantford. So I think we're really set up in a good location for that. Yeah. And we didn't really want a plaza, like a strip mall, because in real estate, I, I don't know, I just felt like more oomph to the location was was solid. So sure. we got almost 3,000 square feet. Um, like we're growing right now. It's a gorgeous office and everyone should come take a look. Awesome. So, so you had, and I mean, you had some big shoes to fill because you were our first office far away that opened and we went over everything with you and you took kind of what we did in Niagara and you were you were like our first guy to try it out. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what this guy does with this. Let's just give him all the information and let's see what he does out there. And you you've been really really busy um, growing the revolution uh, out your way. And uh, tell us like tell us what's going because I know it's booming right now. I know you have agents joining. You have yeah. agents inquiring about your branch. Absolutely. But getting up to that point, you've done a lot of work. Yeah, Dude. I mean, not going to lie, like last year was definitely a struggle. Um, we had some issues with some renovations and whatnot, mm -hmm. and then trying to sell while managing that was was definitely hard, plus trying to recruit and get the name out, yep. you know, everything, right? And learn all the new systems and learn everything else. So yeah. it was a lot. But now that our location is completely done, we got things, you know, uh, ready to go and, and set up, and we have processes in place. I mean, we kind of hit the ground running this year. And, and you also have like like a lot more support around you. So you had Courtney. I think you had some agents that yep. open with you. But now you have more people there. We do. More support staff. Leveraging some more people. Focusing on what you're good at. And, and now recruiting and listings. Like you kind of juggle a lot. Yeah. So Courtney's our office manager. She hands, handles like all the financing part of it and whatnot and the deal transactions. And then we have Andrea uh, at the front desk who's basically our deals admin mm -hmm. for Brantford. Mm -hmm. She handles all that. Like full time support. Yep. And then we have um, Nikki just came back from Matt Leave. She's licensed as well, but she's also um, front desk support. Um, so she's there. That's a lot of support. Yeah. Well, Brantford people like to get catered to, so <laughs> we're there. So but if, yeah, if you're thinking of an office, there's a lot of support at your office. There is. And then I have my executive assistant, Jackie, and she's just kind of for me because mm -hmm. I'm busy. Well, because you need your own personal assistant. Exactly. Lots going on in Chris's life. <laughs> yeah. He's a busy guy. But, um, but yeah, so there's four of them. And then we have... We started off with four licensed agents, and now as soon as everyone gets licensed, we just signed our 11th. 
So that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty good, good growth. That's not bad. That's pretty so, good. And you've done the billboards. You've done the whole campaign. We've done a little of everything. Yeah. 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 We what just, we what just are just your boards re- about? Like, Because I'm not out that way. I don't see your boards. Uh, you know what? I kind of ripped off a couple ideas from you guys. Yeah. But we have a really nice Rebel billboard right by the Bramford Strip Club. But it's actually a really good location. It's on... It's, it's the it's, best location ever. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's not just the strip club, but if, if anyone knows... We kind of did that in Niagara Falls, too. Yeah, I mean, well, it's yeah. A, it was a main artery coming into the city. That's exactly everybody what ours it. is, right? So there's two roads that go directly into West Brant, and everyone can see it, so it's a really good location. And we've actually had a lot of people comment on it already, that they've cool. seen it. So a lot of people drive by the strip club. I mean, it is what it is. Cool. Right? <laughs> I'm going to jump around a little bit. I didn't have this next, but you also, now you're really, really good at um, online uh, digital marketing. Am I think, yeah, I think you're oh. really good at, well, it's the events. So you come up with a really good idea and then you launch it on social media and you're really good at getting people to interact and do contests. Um, and I know you said you ripped off one of my ideas. <laughs> That's okay. It wasn't actually my idea. It was somebody else's idea. Um, but so you've done a lot of different events and I know that's something really, really important to you, Chris. I went to a golf tournament last year that you put on. You did well. I you sucked did, at golf. You Didn't you get... I got an award for the worst golfer you, with Ryan you, and Nikki and not Joe. Not the worst golfer. You got most honest golfer. No, it was the worst golf. <laughs> the was. worst golfing team from the whole tournament. Isn't that where you won hockey sticks? Yeah, we won hockey sticks (laughs) and they said, just try another sport because you guys are that bad. (laughs) Um, But so you've done a lot of different things like golf tournaments. And can you tell us about your recent, uh, your recent idea you're telling me? Yeah, tell them about this because this is like so creative and so unique. So, okay. So yeah, we love to give back the community as much as we can. And you know, all the different ideas we've had in the past. So normally for Christmas, right, we rent the ice and we have Santa. And we just, we've been expanding, expanding, expanding. Last year we had over 450 people come. Mm -hmm. It was insane. And Mm -hmm. we gave away like, I don't know, 50 to 100 prizes. Cool. And everything went to the food bank. You go all out. It's not like a little party. No, we like to go all out for our events. Mm -hmm. And um, this year we're like, okay, crap, what can we do? (laughs) Like, we mm-hmm. can't really do that. I'm struggling with the same thing. It's like... Yeah. So yeah. this year, what we're doing is we're supporting the Why Not You Center of Brantford, mm-hmm. and they're not governmentally uh, funded. So it's kind of like a... Uh, it's a kind of a drop-in center for teens in Brantford. Okay. That can go in there, do their homework, you know, get something to eat and, and That's whatnot. amazing. Yeah. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a list of stuff that we're going to associate ticket values, and then our clients can either A, come into our office and drop the stuff off, Social distancely, I guess. <laughs> so, so social distancely. Yeah, something like that. There's all kinds of new words this year. That's um, definitely one. So they can do that, or we can go arrange and pick it up from them, and we mm-hmm. give them tickets. Mm-hmm. So we've decided to do 12 baskets of locally sourced um, stores in Brantford to keep it really local. So those will be worth anywhere between 300 and 500 bucks a piece. These baskets, okay, wow. for these stores. And then our main prize is we're actually giving away a wedding. So if you're not getting married, uh, then you can use it for an anniversary party or a birthday party or cool. a corporate function or whatever. But yeah, we're, so we're partnering with the Rope Factory in Brantford. And it's, it's pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. Like it's, it's that pretty is awesome. epic. It's so not like you're just doing a fundraiser for charity. You're giving away this, like it's so much. Like, it's, it's the, that's huge. I believe he calls it the gold platinum package. Like it's, so Whoa. it's, it's full, like on rental for the, um, you know, your furniture, like the chairs, the tables, the linens, 
um, the cake, um, you get the servers, you get the, the whole package. So how do people, how do people, so what's going to happen is, um, we're going to have these list of items Mm -hmm. and then there's five key items from these two lists that are most in need for the why not you center. So if you bring those five key items, then you get a special ballot to go in for the rebel wedding. So, okay, so if somebody's getting married. <clears throat> someone really needs to donate like 20 bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. And they can get an opportunity to get That's pretty cool. over a $5,000 wedding package. And for more information, contact you after Absolutely. this yeah. podcast. Um, Chris, that's really cool. So let's backpedal a bit. You have uh, lots of children. You have more kids than me. I have a fair amount of so children. So I get this a lot. Like, oh, you have two two kids. You're, you manage, you train, you do all this stuff. But y- you have five kids. Five kids. You're yeah. a head coach of the Brantford office. Um, you're you're quite busy. Did you slow down this year during, during the pandemic? No, I did the opposite. I know. I actually uh, probably tripled my business this year. Um, I just started cooking and stayed home. <laughs> Chris is selling all of... Brentford. Pretty much. Yeah. It, it was, it was crazy. I don't even know what happened to be honest. Yeah. It just, one thing led great. to another. And, uh, I was probably the, one of the only Brantford agents that was selling right during like the March pandemic yeah. first launch type mm-hmm. thing. You know, I shut down probably for like two weeks and assessed, okay, what can we do? What can't we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I had people that needed to move. Yeah. So like they don't really care pandemic or not. They had to move whether it was job related or some other reason Mm -hmm. and uh everything worked out so you know so how did you um do you want to comment on how you specifically shifted your your services yeah so we went really virtual Mm -hmm. um which i think is key so a lot of zoom meetings um to be honest it was my first year ever that i had someone buy something sight unseen oh yeah and that was like a really big whoa (laughs) was it your listing was sold sight unseen or you helped a buyer a buyer of mine oh that's nerve-wracking yeah it was very nerve-wracking um it wasn't like a super old house but still there could be some things you know what i mean um but yeah so just really virtual stuff i had a lot of clients who it was weird actually a lot of people like were all about safety procedures for COVID, yeah. you know, and then others were just like, oh, come over. We'll have a beer just like usual. And I'm like, uh, I don't yeah. know if I feel comfortable with that, but whatever. Everyone's <laughs> we'll different. And I, I, I find with my clients too, there's some of them really, really nervous and, 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 oh, yeah. and so nervous. And how are you screening people and just hesitant. Um, and then some people are laid back and we have to respect all opinions and our Absolutely. jobs, our jobs to do our part and yeah. keep people safe. Right. Um, so on, I mean, you were offering these digital services on top of your concierge service. So I visited your website and you, you got a, pr- a nice website and you have all these services on there. Thank you. Yeah. My I new ha- one, we just redesigned that. It, it's really nice. I could tell it was new and there's an old saying like, um, you know, do, uh, how do you say it, Chris? It's what's expected of you when you do what's expected of you. Um, when you do what's not expected of you is when you make the impact on people. Like that list was, is not normal expectations of a realtor. Like you do a lot for your clients. So tell us about the concierge service and and what you, you know. So over the years I've kind of addressed a need for people. And I've noticed that, you know, whether, uh, if I walk into a house and let's say it's worth 400,000, but if they did this, this, and this, you know, maybe it's going to be worth Mm 450,000. So sometimes with my concierge service, I'll upfront the costs of maybe a small renovation, or maybe they need to paint or they need to professional cleaners or staging Mm -hmm. or moving box, whatever that may be. 
Um, you know, this year I've definitely helped out a few clients with flooring and appliances and other stuff just to make the house look a lot better than it was. I want to hire you. This is all amazing. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> so the one house in particular, you know, that house would have been worth about three ninety nine, and, uh, uh, just kind of as is. And then, uh, we did the flooring, some stagings, the moving box, and they end up getting four forty one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we increased their value. Uh, for about $5,000 in cost, about $41,000. So, I mean, you, if you look at the numbers, it makes sense, right? And that's so. not typical. A lot of a lot of real estate agents will just go in and want to get the listing, want to put the sign up, but you're doing the, going the extra mile and offering them suggestions and take, you know, if, you, if they take their time and just do some minor changes, they can make more money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've built my business on a way that I don't pressure people, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if you want to list it at this amount and it's fair, then let's list it. If mm-hmm. you're in no rush, then we'll take it down where we list it again. If, yeah. you know, I, regardless of how any business transactions go with me, the one thing that most people will tell you is I don't pressure. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the big thing, right? And I think that's what makes you a really good agent. Like you have a lot of enthusiasm and I like to assess people. I kind of do that, especially like I I had the training department. I meet a lot of new agents coming in and often like I look for certain personalities, right? Because I can train them to know the paperwork. I can train them to negotiate. I can train them to handle bidding wars, all that stuff. But a lot of times it's, it's a personality that, that you need uh, and people get, need to be drawn to you. You need to be able to be convincing with them and, get, and earn their trust, yeah, right? Absolutely. And that's one thing I think, I remember talking to Ryan when you were thinking of opening Revel and we really liked you from the start because you just had a great personality. And I can see people meeting you and trusting you, you going out of your way to explain things. That's really important for customer service, especially it's with huge. our industry. Like yeah, our competition huge. is... Trust doesn't always is the do main that. thing. Like I've always been that type of guy that would show houses and say, look at guy, I don't think I see your family in this place, you know, or something else. Yeah. Or it, honest and, and being trustworthy in this business is huge. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. Repeat and referral business. That's You're it. not going to get it if you don't do a good job and they exactly. don't trust you. Right. And I'm about 95% repeat and referral and this year alone, like that's huge, right? That's a huge number. So for sure. Tell us about, tell us about the Brantford market right now. So did it, <laughs> I, I think at the beginning of the year, there was a lot of, well, are down in Niagara anyway. There's a lot of people scaring sellers. The yeah. market's going to tank. Yeah. We have this global pandemic. We had that, we had that in Did Brantford you have too. that up there? Absolutely. It, just terrible. I look back and, and it was awful they were doing that. And our, we were forecasted to, I think, go up 8 eight to 9% this year in Niagara. That was from like our the NAR committee yeah. uh, predicting that back in December and January. And I think it doubled that. Yeah, so I what, think we're up about 21% last time I checked. 21% year like, over that's year? That's huge. Like, that's about double than what we predicted. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, like, it's been bidding more crazy. Like, yeah. anything between 300 and 550, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you're in bidding more. What's your average sale price in Brantford? Uh, we are up almost... 496. You're almost like, like neck and neck with yeah. Niagara. Like it's it's pretty. It's I pretty think crazy. we're about four, four. Which is 80. nuts because five years ago, right? I was just assessing one of my past clients' houses. Yeah. Like literally, I just assessed it. Probably could sell for 500 and they bought it for 200. Wow. Five years ago. Like that is a huge chunk of money, you know? And that's a lot what we're seeing right now in Brantford is that we're seeing people cash in, you know, f- three to five years in their mortgage and say, you know what? Maybe I want to go to Waterford or maybe I want to go to Paris or yeah. these small little towns around Brantford, right? Or For maybe sure. it was my stepping stone and I want to go bigger, right? So a lot of people have gone to a bigger mortgage 
because mm-hmm. it's less interest rate and they're putting more money down. Okay. So I want your take on something because I have run into a handful of people in the last 60 days. I visited their houses and there they have the idea that the market's going down this winter. Uh, I don't know. I, I, and, and I'm not, you know, and I don't know where it's coming from. So I asked them questions like, you know, where did, did you read this in an article or, or why, why do you think that? And they're trying to sell to get out because they think it's going to go down the summer. Now, I have a whole opinion on that. I'm wondering your opinion because... I have some opinions. <laughs> I mean, if Joe was here, he would chat with us about, you know, historical, yeah. uh, you know, ups and downs. And we've had some years where we've had significant things happen, like the market... When the market goes down, it doesn't go like this. No. It will balance out. Yeah. And I think there's been some years we've maybe gone down like like 2% in average sale price. Yeah. And then it rebounds the next year. Exactly. Um, so what's your prediction on this winter if we have more tightening restrictions? So for me, I think just in my market, I think we're going to level off a bit mm-hmm. from like mid-December to mid-February. Mm-hmm. And that's historically correct. Yeah. You know, usually that happens. Basically. However, yeah. we've seen a shift the last couple of years where the spring market now is earlier. Mm-hmm. So like our spring market hit like start of February last year. Yeah. And I was calling people that I knew wanted to sell in spring and be like, listen, we need to get your house up. Yeah. Or else we're going to miss the spring market. And they were like, it's February. Like, what are you talking about? People <laughs> think the spring market is in, is in May. They, I have an old yeah, uh, yeah. video I did years ago with one of my kids on this. They think it's May, but yeah. that's when a lot of the signs go up. So absolutely. you have a better chance of getting more money earlier on. Um, so you're absolutely right. I that That's exactly how I feel. I feel like in the next 30 days, we might see a little bit of a slowdown in pending deals and conditionals. But like, so. not yeah. a not like something that's going to be catastrophic. No, I don't. I don't think, think so. so. I think it's going to level off, which will be which good. is good. It is good because there's balance. a lot of buyers that I'm working with right now who are struggling to get in that market. You know, and if you're struggling at your top end of four hundred thousand budget, yeah, and you know these houses are going for four fifty, yeah, and they should be going for four hundred just because of these bidding wars. Like it needs to level off a bit. Right? So if there's like a really nice place, three seventy nine nine. They hold off offers up your way four or five days. 500. It's going 50, 60 oh, over. Yeah. It's crazy. Are you seeing any 100 overs? Uh, we've had a couple hundred overs, but usually, like, I, I notice a lot of Brantford agents, like, we kind of stick together. There's a little, it's a little clicky in Brantford, yeah. and which is good, right? And they don't like to do the whole It's kind of dirty. Show. You know what I mean? Like, like, we don't like to go... Does everybody hold off up there? We do, yeah. But we don't, like, for example, like, if the house is worth 400 Maybe mm-hmm. I'll list it at 399 or 379 to, to get multiples, right? Yeah. But um, we're not seeing the agents that would come in, and if the house is worth $400, they are listing it at, like, 299 you know, yeah. to get that crazy over-asking price. Mm-hmm. Because generally, they're probably getting the same price you would have anyways, right? So... Yeah, I, I really think that hundred over asking, like, let's look at the market value of that house first, right? As opposed to just that big number. So, but it's still hot. Like, I just sold one in Bimbrook, just outside of Brantford. You know, it was six days on market. Went into bidding war, two offers, and it went twenty three thousand over asking. Yeah, you know, and that's at a nine hundred thousand dollar house. Like, that's a huge. And that's price crazy because it normally it's just lower price points, right? Absolutely. But we're seeing competition like at six ninety nine. We're seeing competition um, everywhere. Six fifty. We did one the other day. There was two other offers. Um, I, I I think it's happening. There's low inventory in almost every there is price point right now. And even the luxuries, right? Yeah, and what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of GTA buyers come out mm-hmm. right and shift out our way. And they don't want to be in the city. They yeah. want to be in the country or they want to be on a half acre lot or mm-hmm. one acre lot. 
And I'll tell you, this is the first year ever in six and a half years of doing real estate where I've sold million dollar homes in 24 hours. Yeah. And I've had bidding wars on million dollar homes, like mm-hmm. bidding wars. Like I couldn't even believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I lost out in Ancaster with like, and in Brantford, like twice having bidding wars on million dollar homes. Like that is insane. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. And I think people always wanted to leave the big cities. There's always people that want to leave Toronto, right? Oh, and something the pandemic created this year was that that uh, urgency to leave or, or sooner than later. Yeah. So uh, the amount of calls I got this year with people like, we just want to invest in Niagara. We're not quite ready to move yet. We just want to get something now. We know the market's going up. We want to secure property or uh, a lot of people able to work from home now. So people like, you know, working from home temporarily and getting the call, like, um, my my mother works for the region actually. And and my mom was during a lockdown. She's like, I'm, I'm working from home until retirement. Like she found that out and she was thrilled, you know? And and so a lot of people, um, wow, let's go to Niagara and we don't have to wait the five years till... Yeah, till I retire. And we're seeing that exactly in Brantford too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I just moved so they go, uh, to, they go that way and then they go that way as long as they're away from Toronto. That's exactly <laughs> it, right? They're away from the big city. And it's, it's, it's crazy, right? Like yeah. I just moved a family to Cortland. Like who knows where Cortland is? Like Cortland is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a sign when you pass through the highway, there's no variety store in Cortland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's, there's I've never be- heard of this. Place. There's these beautiful <laughs> homes there, Don't you know, know? And, and this family is overjoyed that they have this beautiful place in Grumpool and, they're, yeah. they're going to commute if they have to, to Milton. They yeah. just said, eh, whatever. You know, I got my space. I'm happy. You yeah. know, and we're seeing a lot of that. So. so back to, back to the competing offers. Um, I think it's really important to educate the clients on whether to hold off or not. And I think that's really misunderstood. And, and a lot of agents don't, uh, no, they really, they have a responsibility to explain the pros and cons and to really explain it to the seller because sellers yeah. think automatically, oh, my neighbor held off offers. Are we doing that too? Mm-hmm. Oh, are we doing coming soon? Are we, do, are we having offer presentation? Um, but you really have to do it properly. And, and that's something that we teach, uh, at Revel. So, uh, I'll give a little plug here to our Revel education because tomorrow morning I have a whole class on bidding wars, handling multiple offers for our agents from the seller side and the buying side. Oh, nice. So from both sides, I think it's really important um, as a listing agent to know how to handle those multiple offers, not only to get the most money for your for your seller yeah. and to know how to manage the offers, but to not get a fine and to and to not yeah. be unethical uh, with how you're handling that situation. And then for the buyer agents, losing out on bidding wars every day and and just educating them on um, talking to their buyers. Yeah. If they're not setting the right expectations, if somebody is calling them up saying, you know, I want to get into a property. Our budget's four fifty, and we want three bedrooms and a garage. And they're saying, "Okay, let's just go look at houses." They're not setting them up to, you know. No, there's to, no success there. Right? No, and, we have to say, "Here's what it's going to look like." Yeah, you're yeah. probably going to lose out on a couple before you get one. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. This is what's and, and really spending that extra time with them is going to position them to become a homeowner. And, and let's be honest, like working with buyers, it's an emotional roller coaster, yes. right? And especially when you're buying that first home, like it's yeah. a very emotional experience and it's a lot of money that, you know, someone's going to be, you know, owning or having in debt, mm-hmm. you know, for that, yeah. for that home. And, and yeah, they, it's very hard for them to understand of what the actual bidding war is, you know, yeah. and, and, and how it works and, yeah. and, and how it works mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the pricing strategy and, yeah, that's that's really tough, right? But for sure. Okay, so the importance of social media with real estate. When did you get into social media? 
Like when did you start really saying this is like a really important part of my business and I'm going to start diving into social like media more? right away. Yeah. Yeah. I, so when I first started, um, I kind of hit the ground running. Like I was rookie of the year, uh, there at Remax, my previous brokerage. Yes. I read that. Yeah. And you, you were like work. one of those rookies. Like you just <laughs> got it right away. Well, I wouldn't say that, but I was, <laughs> I was blessed. I had like a lot of deals coming at me right away, uh, which was really good. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I needed some sort of platform to advertise mm-hmm. and I knew that the newspaper and old ways were going out the window. Um, so I would say I was like tech savvy ish, you know, tech savvy. Like, yeah. New words today. Tech savvy ish. Um, but yeah, <laughs> anyways, so I started with the Facebook and Instagram, but I'll tell you the one thing I made the mistake over the years doing is mm-hmm. that I rebranded myself too many times and it wasn't just different okay. brokerages, but it was like rebranding myself to like always colors do and different things. And yeah. yeah. And that was kind of like a big, I've no-no. done that though. Yeah, I've but it was, it was like a no-no because like I had... Or changing your picture like every year. Yeah. Don't do that. So I found like now that I've found that brand and I've stuck to it for a couple of years, mm-hmm. like I'm building more and I get more mm-hmm. engagement yeah. as opposed to, you know, switching it here and there. And then uh, people were like, oh, what is this? What is that type of thing? So, okay. For somebody out there having, they have their eye on your office, perhaps. What kind of support do you offer? Do you want to tell them about the support in-house? Uh, that if they know nothing about social media, they want to get into this digital stuff more, they don't yeah. even have a Facebook page. If they join Chris at the Rebel Brantford office, what kind of support <laughs> would they have in in-house uh, support? I mean, we can talk yeah. about our, we'll the Rebel little, led stuff. We'll do a little plug in for sure. Yeah. Uh, so no, they get a tremendous amount of support. And actually Brantford's probably one of the only offices that we do have full-time staff accessible to I the knew, agents. I knew that. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. There. So it's we really have good. full-time staff. They're accessible to the agents to do any offers, mm-hmm. broker loading listings, questions, that type of thing. Uh, but then we also have a new mentor, Joanne. Okay. Um, and Joanne's I'm amazing. And I'm, I love Joanne. Joanne's awesome. She's, she's so a rock nice. star. Yeah. And like, she's got all our new recruits already set up and they're already branding themselves. They're I haven't like, even heard from her. I set her up with a few pages. new people and she's just going. Yeah. She sends me like more detailed emails than I actually need. Like they're, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but she's doing a tremendous job. And then, um, yeah, so she's already got these guys prepped, ready to go. Like they got business cards signed. Some of them aren't even licensed yet and they're ready to go. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's huge. And then like we have the space to do, you know, well after COVID, I guess, but we have the space to do like nice in office meetings, yeah. uh, which will be good. So I'm going to do a couple extra classes. Mm-hmm. They can do the Revel Ed in the conference room, which is all streamed live through the TV there. So it's cool. a really nice space. And yeah. then we have the the classes too. Like we have building your Facebook from scratch yeah. for anybody that's really doesn't know what they're doing at all on social media. And I have a lot of meetings with people very intimidated. Um, and we don't want people to ever think to come to Revel, you need to be super savvy. You need to be a, a social media expert because you don't. We yeah. have we have templates we that we offer them to start. We have classes, social media, branding, marketing yourself. And, they, and, and we support each other. And I think that's the big thing at Revel well, is that's what the I was support. Gonna say, is we're so inclusive, right? Yeah. And, you know, just because someone's got an idea, like we share everything and we, we're good like that, right? And that's, that's yeah. the one big thing that I noticed is that, you know, even the Revel Ed courses, and I've jumped on a few. You You've know, helped me teach them. Yeah, like they're they're good. Sometimes, sometimes I even learn something myself, right, off someone. 
Eh, sometimes. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of those things that you don't get that anywhere else. Like, yeah. you don't, right? Like, you don't get that support and the training and the hand-holding, mm-hmm. which is what you need in the first year of real estate. Like, you really do. Oh, you, you, you really need that. And for anybody watching this that, like, is just, this is an introduction to Revel. You've never heard of Revel. Um, we have 10 offices, uh, and we have a Revel education that we do all digitally now. So yeah. I do head the department, and I do teach and train a lot. I have 17 years in the business. I, I have a top team. You're going to see my face mostly on the training, um, but we have upwards of 20 classes that we cycle through. Yeah. Uh, we have training demos, and, and I'm just constantly trying to to add value. Like, what do the agents need to know next? Yeah. I love it. And, and just, it. you know, and putting together new stuff, guest speakers, and the really cool thing is, as we grow, as Revel grows out, is everybody can join those classes, and it's it's cool not not a good thing. I mean, I'm looking at the silver linings this year with COVID, right? But Ryan and I were always talking about how do we get this training program to the other offices far away as we want to grow. Yeah. And and I was always teaching in class and we were trying to figure out if, oh, do we have a camera up there? Is it live streaming at other offices? Like, how do we do this? And then COVID hit. Yeah. And then immediately, um, a week after the lockdown, we went on to Google Meets. And it was amazing. Like I didn't realize how easy it was. I had pe- more people joining than I did in my in-person classes. Absolutely. And kind of forced you, right? Kinda it kind of forced us yeah. to go digital. And now I, I have I've had somebody ask me the other day, like, are you going to do in class again? And I'm just like, well, then how am I going to service everybody else far away? I said, probably not. Yeah. Or I can do like uh, eventually when all this shenanigans is over and <laughs> blown over, hopefully one day uh, we're back in class. But I can always, um, but they, can, there, they can join digitally or they can come in class. Yeah, but is there a really need to have the in-person classes? Like, think about it. You know? I'll say the one thing that I find when they join <laughs> is I have to pull some engagement out of them. Because mm. <laughs> when they join, I'll have like maybe 12 year ones. Um, when people join Revel, they sign up, the contract, they get on all of our training. I might have 12 year ones and then I can see them all on and I start teaching. I yeah. share my screen. I don't hear anything. And I'm like, so who's taken this class before? Crickets. I'm like, ooh. And sometimes, and then your, your dad's on. So sometimes yeah. I make him, I'm like, Peter, turn off your mic and talk to me. <laughs> Are you still there? Because it, it, is, it is harder for interaction and questions. But they all know if they have questions, I'm available after class too. So like some of them will leave and Absolutely. then they'll turn their mics on. Yeah. And then we'll have some one-on-one training. And that makes sense. I mean, yeah. the one thing that I miss, especially this year, is just that camaraderie like seeing you guys do you, you miss know, our like, parties I, I i do miss the parties oh. we were just talking about that so we toughed it out we went to last week's friday frenzy oh okay. you, yeah i saw yeah. you there we i didn't go Howells, and oh. ryan and i were sitting there and courtney was there and emily Trapea, a whole bunch of other people but anyways we were sitting there and yeah. we were freezing yes like was, i was thinking of you guys at night it was like freezing rain joe and i had a video to do for the for our subdivision we did this oh, fernwood subdivision oh, video yeah, so yeah. we were editing all night so that's why i couldn't be there but i i was like ooh, they're probably chilly yeah, <laughs> it was super chilly yeah oh, and no. Aub- little aubrey she's only three and a half she was not having it oh. you know we made her some s'mores and a hot and she dog she was like get me out of here yeah oh. not having it but it, it was good we were there for like a good, over a good hour and yeah. it was just nice to see everybody you know and that's the one thing that we miss. I miss a charity ball. I miss the Christmas party. The oh man, we dress launch, up you know? and yeah. you know, blow, just yeah. oh, what are you wearing? Oh, let's go shopping. We got to get yeah. a dress, and we would dress up for our galas and events. We were to, we were together yesterday. Did you hear about? Well, you know about our new video series at Revel, right? Yes. Yes. So I think it's, you actually put me in one of those 
script series. I didn't. Dean did. Oh, Dean did. Dean writes oh, the okay, scripts. Yeah. He's our writer. <laughs> yeah. And so what happens is, and if anybody is foreign to Revel, and this is an introduction, and you're like, wow, this is cool, uh, hopefully, um, we have all these episodes called The Brokerage. And we've been writing them for four years, and, and then my husband films them and edits them, and then we just think we're hilarious, and we laugh probably more than other people. <laughs> uh, but we play 100%. these... We play these <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one was so funny because Joe was like tied up. And, and did you see the one Joe was yeah. tied up? I was slapping him around. Um, but we have this new series we're doing, and it's about uh, I don't know if I should give it away. Uh, I'm not going to give it away. Do well, you I'm might... curious because I'm going to be starring in one of them. I so... sent you, didn't I send you your episode? I don't think I read it yet. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Doesn't read his emails. See, Ryan's rubbing off here. Well, you That's know. okay, because I'm not filming yours, so probably December. <laughs> but it's, uh, anyway, we were together yesterday, and I don't, I don't see everybody anymore, because I work from home, and there's Emily, Ryan, there's about five or six of them in the office at all times, and just trying to be responsible. I, I've been working from home yeah. since this hit. And I go in, and Ryan's like, oh, Em, you know, I know, because I'm always there. Um, but yesterday was fun. We filmed an episode and we were just cracking up and howling. You know, we have a lot of fun together. Um, and that's one thing I could say about Revel is oh, we have fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was one big thing that our team, Brantford, noticed. You know, just the first year going to the yeah. charity ball or the magazine launch. Like, it was just, it was, it was something different, you mm -hmm. know? Like, you know, I've been to the other little brokerage parties, but this was yeah. not even just a brokerage party. This was almost like a friend gathering, just celebrating, you know, like there's a lot, we have a lot of friends at the brokerage, you know, and yeah. it's, it's great to have, right? So and we can invite people. Yeah. I'm definitely going to miss the magazine launch, but we are going digital with our magazine. Uh, this is our fifth, uh, fifth edition, fifth right? Yeah. Uh, I have not seen the cover. We had a whole episode I where I, I was trying to get the cover. the cover out of Ryan and he wouldn't <laughs> tell me what it was. And I was throwing papers in the air um, but i know i haven't seen the cover no. i don't even know what it's all about i, I, have, I have an no article idea. did you put an article in it uh i put an ad in you put an ad in. yeah i put like a full page ad cool. um turned out really nice cool and then that's about all i know about it yeah all right um so chris we this is where see andrew's not here to help me out he usually helps me out a little bit we're gonna wrap up soon but um Tell, talk about the vacations. Uh, I'm going to tell you that I am really suffering this year. And oh. Joe said to me a few months ago, because I felt like I was going a bit squirrely, like everybody right now, right? And he's like, Emily, you know what's really bothering you? When you come back from vacation, you have another vacation booked. Even if it's down the road, you know there's something to look forward oh, to. 100%. And, and I, I, it went, oh my gosh, that's what's really, like there's obviously a lot going on and stresses, but I'm really bothered by my no vacations this year. But you I am sneaking are going away vacation. and I'm very jealous. Yeah, I'm sneaking out of vacation. I'm so jealous. We were supposed to go to Barbados and that's why I'm still wearing shorts and sandals today. You're just trying to, you I know. I refuse to take them off, okay? Barbados okay. lives inside me. Okay, <laughs> it looks and cold. We were supposed to go there for 10 days and then our travel agent said it's a high risk now and okay. we would have to quarantine down there for three days. And I was like, I'm not quarantining in a hotel room on the beach in three days Whoa. with lack of beach. Like, yeah. how's that work? So we delayed it. We're going next year. And then we're like, you know what? We need a vacation. Like, mm -hmm. it's been a year. We need to go. So we found out that if you go out west in Canada, you don't have to quarantine on the way back. This is something I might talk to Joe. Yeah. About. So we found away. out if you go out east, you have to quarantine. 
But if you go out west, you don't have to do that right now. Okay. So we're going Monday, and we're going to Vancouver and Whistler at the Beautiful. Four Seasons. And we're just going to relax, and it's going to be like a staycation. So I've never been out there. I'm really interested. Courtney's been out there. Joe's been out there. He She's, went. Yeah, she said it's it. absolutely gorgeous, mm-hmm. like fresh air and just the scenery. And You're going to love it. Yeah. So we're Here's just gonna, the big question. Are you turning your phone off? I am going to semi turn the phone off. <laughs> How do you semi turn the phone off? Semi turn the phone off. These well, are new I'm gonna phrases. Come on. Semi turn the phone off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna forward the emails and mm. calls to mm-hmm. my assistant. Okay. And then since my dad's licensed now, he's going to help my clients. Okay. But if there's like an emergency, I'll still check here and there. Like I'm still in Canada. He's not turning his phone off. Well, I mean, when we go on vacation, Joe and I we joke because my team members I have a team. Um, I'll be like, we're going on vacation. You guys don't bother us. Our phones are going off. You guys fend for yourselves and just sell a lot of houses and we're going, we're going. <laughs> and, and, and they're just like, mm-hmm, okay, Emily. And they know that Joe answers the phone. Joe does. And he's sneaky at it. So we'll be like lounging by the pool, like in the Jamaica resort, you know, and, and, and I'll catch him. I'll be like, what are you doing? Get off the phone. He's like, no, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just on the YouTube. <laughs> no, you're not. You're messaging John and you're discussing a, a listing deal or something. He's so bad. I was bad because I didn't know you were on vacation and I was starting up the office and I was texting Joe and then I'm like, wow. I'm like, are you busy? Like, what's going on? And he's like, well, I'm laying by the pool. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, where yeah? are you? Yes, yeah. see? And you guys were like in Mexico or something. Yeah, and we I'm like, Mexico. I'm like, what? I'm like, you're on vacation? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, tell me to go away. Like, I don't... Oh, no, he loves it. I don't need it. to talk to you right now. <laughs> he's like, not... Yeah. Enjoy. No, he, he lays by the pool and he likes it. He, he's yeah. good. He's good. So I'm going to say semi. And Courtney will probably slap me for this later, but... Okay. Semi off. Just check and see if there's anything urgent. Yeah. And, and you can have like certain times a day. And as long as you advise your family member. Well, that's it, right? I figured a little morning check-in, a little night check-in, I'm done. You know what I mean? So. All right. We'll see. I'll ask Courtney how that went in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, here, I'm going to tell you, your dad can handle it. Andrew can handle it. He's smart guy. And guess what? He can call me. I can help him. You got it covered. I you should go. be okay. I should be okay. You're going to be fine. So. All right. So last question, Chris. If somebody was watching this, um, why should somebody join the revolution in Brantford in a nutshell? Why would anybody... Why not? Why would anybody not join the revolution in Brantford? Uh, honestly, <laughs> we have grown like crazy amount of growth in the past year. It's been something that... Everyone in Brantford's been watching. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of comments from others who are like, whoa, what's this Rebel thing? Like, now we're seeing signs everywhere. We're seeing the advertising. We're seeing all these giveaways. I think this uh, wedding that we're giving away That's, is going to be like crazy, icing on the top. So, sure. you know, my phone's definitely be ringing. We've definitely had new agents and recruits that want to join. And I mean... I've been a firm believer just by leading by example. And that's the one thing that I've been doing. You know, I've just been selling my butt off during during a quarantine. I think you're just an amazing leader up there. I think if anybody's looking to join your office, um, I think once they meet you, they'll they'll feel totally comfortable and confident. I mean, we try to do like a family first environment, you know, and, and, you know, we were Very definitely family oriented. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's one thing, like you can't be super, super, super business focused when I have five kids too. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just, it's one of those things. So, yeah. but it's been something that's been very growing and I mean, I'm super excited for our six new recruits. I think they're going to hit the ground running 
and they're very well known in Brantford too. So I think our growth is just going to be huge. Amazing. So, yeah. Okay. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm going to end this video because I, I have never ended the video, but thanks for joining us, Chris. And we'll see you next time. Did I say episode 12? Cause this is episode 12. You didn't, but you just did. Oh, and P <laughs> you know what? And, and Andrew Perry is going to say, Emily, you failed today. This was episode 12. Join us next week for episode 13. Oh, thank you so Thanks much, Emily, for, for having me on.